Mom, I live fearlessly. Welcome to the MILF Hour. We are relearning radical self-love by living fearlessly, brave, and without apology. Join us on a relentless journey of learning to navigate through life as our true, authentic selves. fearlessly this is a platform for us this is for our mothers and their mothers this is a place for us women to get together and use our words to unify with one another Uh, this is a place and a circle for women to share their stories through storytelling to help shatter all of these generational curses okay the place that I see milk going is for our daughters and their daughters to have a place where they have remedies that will allow them to leave their families and live their authentic lives a long time ago someone told me that I was an open book so here I am I'm Felicia, your host. I'm 26. I'll be 27 on the 23rd of this month. Aries, hello. I'm a mother of three. My oldest is seven and his name is Avery. Uh, He is my ride or die. He's been with me through so much. Um, My second is Micah. She is four. Uh, She is my mirror. Um, Whenever I look up, she's right there paying attention to exactly what I am doing (laughs) without any apology, okay? Uh, my third is Bubby. He is my cuddle buddy. When I introduced him to the world, I introduced him as my peace because he is, and he is actually the most chaotic out of the three. But uh, something about his spirit is just so calming, and I love him to death as I do the others. I'm also a sister. I'm a daughter. I'm a cousin. I'm a friend. And I really take all of those roles so seriously. They're very dear to my heart. I'm currently going through my second divorce with a man that my forever was wrapped all the way up in. Um, I've always been a very empathetic person, which has allowed for way too many people to have the time of day, if we're being honest. I feel as though if my mothers, aunties, cousins, elders would have talked to me about, you know, life, the, the real life, the real journey, marriage, friendships, babies, I would have understood better. I can recall calling my mom after a very bad argument with my current, my soon-to-be ex-husband, and she just laughed, and she responded by saying, baby, you will learn, and my automatic thought was, I'm supposed to learn after I took these vows, Um, so my head just filled with questions, like, where were the lessons on patience, compromise? you know, even the financial aspect of marriage and being with someone, um, truly honoring my marriage and still honoring myself, you know? So not only did I feel like I was misinformed, if informed at all, I also felt like I was set up. So here I am spilling my beans, spilling the tea, you know? (laughs) So I am the daughter of an angry psalmstress and an eclectic OG. Um, They met when my mom the angry songstress 
was 15 and my father, the eclectic OG, was 19. He was a Brooklyn boy coming to visit and, you know, they hit it off. So their relationship was very toxic. Uh, It was consumed uh, with arguing, cheating, the trap life, and a lot more. I've literally witnessed my mom beat his ass okay uh he deserved it Loki. but you know it's funny now looking back on it and being that I've lived this life but as a child it's so confusing like my mom really preached do as I say and not as I do as from I was a child up until she passed when it came to money when it came to men when it came to her friendships just how she handled herself if we would question it or ask questions, she, you know, didn't really take accountability. It just was like, just do what I tell you to do and mind your business, you know? So I really walked through life confused and really I'm still so confused. For example, um, January 4th of 2019, I had a procedure done to remove my fallopian tubes and also to burn the lining of my uterus. Um, And I'm still really confused about that decision, honestly. Uh, Now, at that time in my life, I was in a horrific marriage. I was grieving the death of my mother. Um, I was just tired of being the only present parent. And, you know, you can be married to someone, live under the same roof, and they not be present, you know. And I was away from my village. My self-worth was shot. He was cheating. Um, I was in a foreign land because I had just moved from my home, my, you know, my place of peace, the only real place that I knew. And it was just a really scary time. And I was kind of fed up. And that's the only thing that I felt like I could really take control of. But now that I've left that relationship and I found myself again and I have this peace and this love inside of me that I want to share, I really crave having another baby. Um like a lot I'm kind of obsessed with the idea and just doing it at this point I don't care how much it costs (laughs) I want to have another baby and I'm sure I will have at least one more baby and I love the experience I love blessing my lover with a child of our own but baby when I tell you I'm not popping nothing out of this temple until everything is around correctly I mean it I don't want all of my pregnancies prior I love my babies but they were all filled with trauma and either they were happening during the trauma or they happened right after or right before you know it's just one of those things like with my first son um, my mom was diagnosed with cancer for the first time a couple months prior to me like literally maybe like a month and a half prior to me finding out I was pregnant So my entire pregnancy was dedicated to her and being there for her and uh, helping her through that because I I almost lost my mom while I was pregnant multiple times. Uh, She just so happened to snap to come right back, to come back right before I had my son. And then the week before I had him, my grandmother passed away. My My dad's mom, who was like my mom as well. Then with my second pregnancy, that's when I got married to my soon-to-be ex-husband and moved all the way to Florida where I knew no one with my son and my baby and this man, you know. And then my last pregnancy, I found out I was pregnant a month after her memorial service. Uh, So 
that pregnancy was filled with grief, kind of, and trying to heal and also be pregnant. So my tubal ligation was one of a thousands of decisions that I'm sure would have been different if my elders would have communicated with me, if I had stories to read, if I had, you know, information. And storytelling is one of the oldest ways of teaching. My ancestors used and carried on legacies using their throat chakra and speaking and carrying on for everyone to hear and to teach their youth so that they could grow up and be better than them. And um, I know that's one thing my mom really always told me and my sisters, like, I just want you to be better than me. But there was no communication, even when we would try to communicate with her about decisions that she was making. It was more of staying in a child's place where children have the beautiful gift of being unbiased, even if we don't want to hear it. And she just didn't allow for that space to happen, to make the right you know, now I wouldn't say make the right choices, but to make better choices, I feel. And I want to leave legacies. I want to leave the cheat codes. I want to leave knowledge, awareness, confidence, love, encouragement, and motherhood for our babies so that they can do the same for their babies. Imagine if we give them the information that we thrive to need. Like, there are so many things that I want my daughter to be able to do and I want her friends to be able to do. And those things are only possible if we give them the space to do those things. And I want you guys to come and listen, come and collab, just come because MILF Hour is for us. And there are a bunch of topics that I really want to talk about and cover with my moms and just other people to get better perspective and also to provide knowledge for other people. Some of those topics are moms and cannabis use. I recently got into a little mini, uh, what do you call it, Facebook meet? <laughs> uh, that's a little dramatic, but kind of, about moms using weed, or, or lack of a better word, or cannabis to heal themselves or help ease the process of pregnancy and one thing that I literally saw I made a post saying something around um you rather see a mom hooked up to wires and feeding tubes and on the verge of death than to let her take two hits of a uh, joint to ease her nausea and so that she can hold a meal down and get some real rest to help with her aches and pains and automatically that mom is an addict because she's using a plant to comfort herself. It, there's a, of course, mom sacrifice, but that's extreme to me. People pop Tylenols and ibuprofens, and just because they're not as strong as you would say Percocets or Vicodin is not seen as an addict. But if you cannot endure pain, whether it be physical, mental, emotional, spiritual pain, whatever it may be, without a fixer upper, I guess you can call it, or medication or cure or anything that you might say, then we're all addicts in that sense. Another topic that I want to talk about is the comfort with sexuality and reinventing yourself as a mom. Another reason why I use the name or the acronym MILF is because it has a first 
thought of the word MILF is not the best thought for some people. And But I do want moms to think of themselves in that way because we can be sexy. We can be desired. It makes no sense why a mother should not be desirable. And that sense, no marriage will ever last because then her husband's not going to desire her. So there's a thin line between moms being sexy and people taking offense, I feel like. Um, And it's hard to reinvent yourself after having babies, especially having multiple babies, especially also if they're close in age, because your body takes a year minimum to heal from carrying a child and giving birth. And then you're breastfeeding a year after that. So it's more than just a physical thing. It's a mental, it's a chemical, it's a emotional and spiritual thing. So it's hard to really feel comfortable in your own skin and being able to have fun and love yourself. Another topic is generational mothering or motherhood. And that's kind of to cover the things that like, you know, your mom says, make sure you do this, make sure you do that. Or her mom told her, make sure you do this, make sure you do that. And those things condition us to feel away or think away. So I kind of want to discuss those with other women and see what their generational motherhood lessons were in comparison to mine and how that made them or involved them into the women that they are now. Uh, what else do we have? We have relationship series and everybody, I know everybody does a relationship series, but I will be doing it more on a what personal things in the personal journey of your relationships So it can be with your lover, with a friend, with family, what have you. So the first thing being like self-development, the work that you need to do for you in order to be a healthy partner in any relationship, Uh, the union. So that is meaning the breathing together, dancing together. So the dance that you have with your partner, whether it be your friend again or a lover or anything, And the last is the resolution. And you can have resolution and a friendship and still be friends. So that's basically the agreeing to disagree. That's you. This is me. I love you for you. And you love me for me. And that's that, you know. Um, Next, of course, dating, dating with kids, all that stuff. Love languages, uh, protecting ourselves as mothers. um, And also sacrifice, meaning the sacrifice of ourself, the sacrifice of true love, um, and the sacrifice of our reality. Because as mothers, sometimes we like to believe the untruth because we see the potential, we see where things can go. And we just don't believe those things or don't want to believe what's true. So again, mom, I live fearlessly. This is a walk with pride for us women and our moms and mothers-to-be and our daughters and all of that. I want us to empower each other with our stories and basically let each other know that we're here for one another and we are here for the betterment of our babies and so many more babies to come. So let me know what you guys think. Give me some ideas if you want to collab, if you want to join in, give your own ideas. I'm very open to hearing opposite opinions because I am confident in how I feel about what I feel. And I want to 
I want to encourage people to learn more than what people have told them or what they think is true. I really want everyone to open their minds because then we can reach crazy, crazy, crazy levels of unifying with one another and it's all for the baby. So chime in and I'm so excited to see where everything goes. Thank you. Bye.